Welcome to the Sound Wizards Podcast. Official introductions here. Uh, as always, my name is True. I am, uh, this is the thing that I'm doing. Uh, we have uh, several members, three in fact, from a wonderful band that I own a shirt of <laughs> called Moving Panoramas. Uh, I'm going to start with who's always, I'm, we're lucky enough for her to always be hanging out at the Sound Wizard podcast, which is Miss Rosie, who's playing bass currently. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. That uh, that shirt you have has my sweat on it. Oh. it, it you hear that? Blessed. It's going up on auction at the end of this podcast, yep. guys. Exactly. Sell it on eBay for like five bucks. Yep. So there's Rosie's sweat. Obviously, that's worth a lot. And then, y'all, I sweated so much in that shirt. You have no <laughs> idea. I haven't. I froze it right afterwards. So you just you oh, we send it wow. in a freezer container like an organ. Yep. And then you can get it home and thaw it out and then drench it on your skin. Yep, and it's just a wonderful experience. You'll you'll have acne for the rest of your life. Ugh. Perfect. So that's Rosie, everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, the master of ceremonies here, Mr. John Paul. I like that master of ceremonies. Yeah, it's basically I I try to be silly, and John Paul tries to make us make a podcast. Next thing. Yeah. Next <laughs> thing. Uh, and then we have our our musical guest today. Let's start with Phil. Hello, Phil. Hello. Uh, what are you playing today? I'm playing pedal steel. Very nice. Will you uh, give us a little pedal steel right now? Beautiful. That is beautiful. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, will you like, for, since we're on a podcast, will you just take a second and describe what the pedest pedal steel is and what what it looks like a little bit? So, uh, if you haven't seen one, it's the thing that looks, obviously everyone here is looking at it, but uh, if you're listening and haven't seen one, it's a thing that looks kind of like a guitar on a table with a small aircraft worth of machinery bolted to the underside of it. Um, it's, uh, this one's a 10 string, so it's an E9 tuning, which is if you were to strum all the strings at once. You basically get sort of an E9 with some extra notes thrown in there, and it's a weird tuning. It doubles back in on itself. It's kind of the most standard tuning. Uh, it's You think of it with country music a lot, but it's really this tuning that shows up on anything else that steel shows up in, because steel shows up everywhere. And uh, this one's, uh, most steels have a bunch of uh, pedals and knee levers that all change the pitch of uh, different notes at the same time as you're playing. Cool. And you have you have uh, several pedals at your feet. Are those like, you know, with a piano, like sustain and stuff like that? Or the ones on your left for your left foot? Oh, yeah. So uh, both the pedals and uh, knee levers all change the pitch of strings. So uh, the, the pedals on my left foot over here are the ones that do things like... 
and the knee levers, I've got uh, in and out on each knee, and I've got an up on this knee as well, and those are also all changing the pitch of different notes as I'm playing, so I can do. So, so if the visual is, he's got two levers on either side of his knees, and then one that pushes up, and he's doing some sort of crazy old lady church dance with his feet, <laughs> making all of those noises. It's, it's like the funky chicken, but sitting down. It's really quite amazing. <laughs> so I've, I've always looked at the pedal steel and thought, if I ever feel confident enough on my own instrument, I think I'll try to learn how to play that. That looks pretty interesting. Uh, and then we have our other musical guest today, Mr. Jody, who's behind the drums. Hi there, it's great to be uh, included among, amongst uh, such fine musicians and technicians and hosts. Oh, thank you. And Jody obviously uh, spent many years uh, in uh, L.A. radio, uh, <laughs> doing the 8 to 9 a.m. drive time. That's right, the morning zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you have, I mean, obviously you're behind a drum set, but you, yes. I have seen you set up your drums several times, and it's kind of a work of art. You normally oh, do have some art on the front of your drum set, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like to uh, let everyone know that it's me. Mm. <laughs> the I best like drumhead ever. I used to play with several <laughs> bands at once, and uh, you know, rather than doing the old band name on the kick drum logo head, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like uh, I don't know Bernard Purdy. Yeah, and what is it, what's the art on the front of your drum currently? Oh, it's one that I've had there for a little while. It's um, the Invisible Man being. Um, subsumed in a large wave and calling out my name. So, have you ever heard the? Uh, <laughs> it's it's the like an oil painting. Well, it's 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 like uh, pastel chalk um, tempera. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you you know, the, you've heard the story of the Phil Collins song um, "In the Air Tonight." How it's supposedly it's about, about anthrax. Well, no, it's supposedly about him witnessing the drowning uh, of someone and witnessing this other person <laughs> refusing to. Um, help. Oh my God, I didn't so, know that. I had so, no idea. I can feel it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that, that artwork, what that's all about, uh, you know, on my drum head is, you know, he's calling, the invisible man is drowning. He's calling for me to help him, which I'm not going to help, which kind of makes everyone <laughs> Phil Collins. Okay, all right. Well, so uh, Fart, next time yeah. you're, you're at a moving panorama show and you're looking at... Don't Jody's smoke any weed. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll try to save him. I see somebody crawling up on stage. I got you. <laughs> I'll never Call look at it, it the same. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Um, and then, of course, as always, we have our friends Carter and Drew. Do you guys have a talk back that's live? I see Carter shaking his head no, so I think that's a no. <laughs> he doesn't like being on the recordings. The other side. I think I love, I love him being on the recordings. I think it's hilarious. Uh, so, and we're doing this at the Wire Recording Studios in the Mosaic Sound Collective here in Austin, Texas. Had either of y'all ever been to the Mosaic Sound Collective before? No, I have not. This is my first time. Cool. It, you heard about it? Yeah, actually, uh, you guys had a drum clinic with Stephen Perkins out here, or I don't know if y'all did, but there was, and I had I was planned on attending, but you know, I had some social anxiety and kind of <laughs> hid in my room. No, of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Feel I that. didn't. I wasn't anything a part of that. I just kind of. I have been helping around in some capacity, but th they were nice enough to. Uh, it's a. It's a cool place where uh, people, different sort of music professionals, can come here. They have offices and recording studios, stuff like right that. Right on. That's Pretty really cool. cool. Uh, we'll be making a pizza later on in the kitchen. Nice. Very exciting. Uh, <clears throat> what's the next thing? This is when you're supposed to be poking me, John Paul. I'm just talking now. <laughs> uh, we got the from both of you who you are. Um, and even what you're playing, but when, where, and why did you start? And each of you, each of you, mm. quick. 
Wow. I don't know. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, around junior high, uh, I started off trying to play guitar for about 20 minutes, but uh, uh, which I still do for 20 minutes at a time every day, and it's not e any better. <laughs> but uh, around, you know, 14 or so, um, I got a great drum kit. It was a Remo drum kit with pre-tuned heads that clip on that you couldn't actually adjust once you had them on. <laughs> Look it up. It's bizarre. And the shells were made out of some sort of weird composite material that was a lot like cardboard. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just wanted to hit stuff because you know, dark, dark thoughts, angry kid mm. um, who liked a lot of music. I don't know the standard. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's why I got into music. Dark thoughts, pretty much. <laughs> no, because it's fun, and um, you know, I liked music. And what was the name of your first band? Oh, jeez. <laughs> we didn't have a name. I'm considerably older than all of you people. Um, you used to not name bands? Well, <laughs> way back. You had to earn your name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's it, just you guys' names it, in, with commas. Separately. Right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was me and Wayne. Jody, Wayne. And, and J-Roy <laughs> and Jack. Uh, and and sometimes my friend Jay. And we did like a cover of Led Zeppelin's The Rover. Yes. That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. cool. Very nice. Rover and the Jays, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Phil, when, where, why did you start playing music? Uh, so I was a choir nerd all through school and started learning uh, other instruments along the way. I um, learned some piano and some a lot of theory in the process of doing that. Picked up guitar in high school and then just started playing in bands, playing with uh, with all kinds of people, and gravitated towards uh, steel just on the basis of hearing one and wondering, what is that thing, and how does that thing work? And yeah. I think I mentioned I'm a nerd already. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of a natural fit. Um, so yeah, the, when I moved to Austin in 99, the first two things I bought were uh, my jazz bass and uh, my first steel. And uh, a few years later, um, started, you know, okay, getting asked to fill in a little bit on a, you know, maybe play you know, part of a steel tune on uh, one, uh, one song for a band, and that grew into more, grew into more, grew into, I guess I'm doing this all the time, aren't I? Cool, that's awesome. I, liked, uh, I like how you call it your steel. It's very much like you're a samurai. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's because pedal steel guitar doesn't quite roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah don't make me whip my steel out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or slowly build it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me slowly build my <laughs> steel. steel. Yeah. How much does that thing weigh, actually? Because I've... I've seen you cart it around. Yeah, in its case, it's almost 100 pounds. Whee! Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's why I never worry about someone stealing it. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to steal sure. your steel. I'll be looking for the for the dude walking down the sidewalk, uh, clutching his back in agony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or his it? toe where he dropped it. Yeah. I played, uh, I played um, Rhodes in a band for a while. Nice. That was the dumbest was idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there was one club called the Dog House, and we had to, the only way to load in was through the fire escape in the back, and it was like one of those 15 degree pitch metal staircases, <laughs> and I, it was raining one day, and I was going up that staircase, and I was holding it, you know, with it at my feet, crawling up stair by stair, and I thought, this is how I'm gonna die. I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is so heavy. <laughs> also, I can't get over the fact that there's a venue called the doghouse? No, that you can only load in through a fire escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why the other way was worse. We digress. We know who's in the room. Um, <laughs> there's, there's I was a, like, wait, I'm we, talking. We have a roadmap to follow. Uh, really, though, and, and Jody and Phil, just so you know, you're up against three jams. Each one of them has kind of a prompt. The first one, Jody, is all you. Um, music comes from rhythm. Drummers are usually largely responsible for that. <laughs> Uh, so Sometimes. play for a bit, and the rest of us will 
slowly jump in once it's nice and established. You were fantastic. Melody. It feels weird. You were like noodling in there. It was great. Noodling. There, there was a couple moments like, oh, shit. We had a couple cool. of fun, like. Noodles? Noodles, like uh, Pink Floyd metal era. Ooh. Like mm -hmm. pedal steel with uh, a very busy Nick Mason part. <laughs> 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 All right. It's great here in the pedal steel not be like far west the whole time yeah that's one of my favorite things to do with steel is you associate steel so much with country music and mm -hmm. it half the time when you're trying to describe what a pedal steel is people immediately think of country mm -hmm. but of course it shows up everywhere it's in the background it's a texture it, and you can do so many things with it but it, and it's so much fun one of the fun things with panoramas in fact is to play steel on a set and not do anything country whatsoever mm. just because it's a uh, it, it it's sort of a fun challenge, but it's sort of, I mean, in that band, it's kind of more like arranging a string section on a fly. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's uh, it's fun to do stuff like that, for sure. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. and it's really cool to have Phil in there because it's like this extra layer of atmosphere mm -hmm. that a lot of bands don't have. Um, it's you dreamy know. as shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's definitely, we put a lot, a lot of sound being six people, um, but I think that really is kind of what sets us apart from some of the other bands out there. It's just, it's this big, you're, you're hitting all the different parts that you're expecting to hear from a band, but then you have this pedal steel behind that just lifts everything up. So it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's like having a, um, like a uh, string section in outer space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. That's cool. I got to see you guys play outdoor show at Stubbs with Trail of the Dead. That was pretty rad. That was pretty sweet. Ooh, that was really warm. It yeah. was very warm. <laughs> Hot summer nights, right? Uh, they call it that yeah. for a reason. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was really cool. I was, I, I bought that. Mel bought me the panorama shirt because I had sweat like right through my other shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "You look." Like you just you're continuously running a marathon. Do you want something else to wear? Where did you leave the other shirt? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Was it the um, blue one or the red one? It was the black one. Oh uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Was it the one with the, the, the heart on it, or did it have? Yes. Oh wait, or was it the one with three people? No, on three it? people on it. Yeah, the uh, old the old design. The old one. Yeah. I'm I'm one of those Vintage. weird blobs. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Where did you, from the position as the drummer, Jody, mm -hmm. where did you start that? You want to talk just for a second about the drum beat that you played and why you chose that? Honestly, I was listening to some Pink Floyd on the way in. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack for the uh, Barbette Schroeder film, More, 
um, which was coincidentally the first CD I ever bought. But there's a lot of like uh, wannabe jazz player kind of drums in it, you know, in a couple of songs uh, where, if I may uh, yeah. illustrate, just, yeah. you know, real simple. You know, that kind of like, I want to wear a suit in the 50s, but I'm in a 70s space rock band. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That. But, you yeah. know, I really like that sort of stuff. So uh, I don't know. That and free association with absolutely nothing at all. Um, drumming is uh, something for me that I, 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 it's hard to analyze, honestly. Uh, um, it just sort of happens and it happens. You're like go-go agit arms. Right, then. right. Like, like you know, I've, I've studied a little bit, and I know the bits and bobs and stuff, and, and I can slowly read things on a on piece of staff paper. Two bits, three bobs, got e it. Exactly. That's a paradiddle. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I was just looking for something that would be fun to play this ride cymbal in the room with, to be 100% honest. Yeah. That's cool. That That is actually, the, that's really interesting that that was where your connection point was. Like, okay, I want to hear this sound in the room. I like that. Cool. I think we kind of covered it, but did anything surprise any of us in that jam before we jump on to the next thing? Open-ended, but intentionally so. There was yeah. just some like really cool spacey bits. Yeah. That like I was like, oh wow, that's that's actually kind of interesting. And yeah, I think having played in a couple of projects, I've played with uh, with Jody in several things over the years, and done uh, one other project with Rosie as mm -hmm. well. And I think that's the most like open-ended and atmospheric I've ever had the chance to be with the two of you, so that was fun. Yeah, we never we get to play in bands together, but we never get to jam. We there should do that more often. I agree. Yeah. Can I come? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, true. Come hang and, out with and us. And we're going to get Phil one of those electro-harmonics uh, Mellotron pedals for the pedal steel, yeah. and it's going to sound incredible whether I don't he know likes what that it means, or not. But yes. I, the guy who fixed my amp, the one that I'm playing today, I had this amp that was given to me, it was broken, and this old guy at the end of the bar that I worked at, um, his name is Otto, and uh, he, he always wore like a World War II hat, and, uh, and he, he would drink too much Heineken and then talk about how he's a sub. He was an electrical engineer for subs, and uh, he's a really nice guy, and then one day I said something about my amp being broken, and he goes, is it a class A amp? Like, yeah, he goes, I'll fix it. I can fix it. <laughs> and I was like, like a weird guy at the end of the bar. Like, I don't know if I want to give you my amp, you know? And he's like, I've got a loaner. It's a, and he, he's like, it's a, fa it's a, you know, a Marshall whatever. I'm like, okay, well, let, let me bring it by and you can look at it. He's like, okay. I go by to his place the, the next week during the week, not on the weekend when I normally see him. Go to his house. He has this beautiful three-story house. Go up into his attic and it's like, something out of a ch children's movie. It was like a spectroscopes and, you know, like all these crazy wires everywhere. Well, his name is Otto and he's the lead, uh, he's the lead engineer or designer for electroharmonics. <laughs> and and he, there you go. He built their phase shifter pedal. He's like this crazy mad genius. And he fixed my amp for like, I think like 50 bucks. Like, <laughs> That's then, awesome. I think he rented me his amp for the time it took him to fix my amp. I think that's mm -hmm. what we ended up with. So like, it took him like three weeks. He's like, oh, I'm not done with it. I'm like, okay, it's 50 bucks a week. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, and then I brought the amp down here. It blew up when I first moved to Texas. I brought it to Austin Vintage Guitars where Bill Webb was working. I handed it to him. He called me and he goes, did a guy named Otto work on this? <laughs> and I go, are you serious? He goes, I know that shabby workmanship anywhere. Otto and I have been friends for years. And he like opened it up and went, Otto. Like, I don't know how you do that. It was the Dorito crumbs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. 
The question was, what surprised you about the jam? Yeah. <laughs> that amplifier. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, one more bit of conversation before we jump on to the next jam, and that is the Wheel of Influence. <gasps> Instead of an iPad, I have <laughs> I a have list. And I'm just going to move my finger up and down, and Jody, say stop when you want. Current music you think everyone should listen to. Moving panorama. Well, I was going to say there's a there's a wonderful sextet from Austin, Texas that you should all listen to. Um, but, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm a big King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard fan. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest metal guy, but I'm kind of excited about their mainly thrash record coming out and uh, and excited about their show in September. I've already got tickets. But I really like those guys a lot. It's really fun stuff. They're very creative. You know, each record is different from the last uh, and uh, they kind of shred a little bit, which is fun in a fun way. They're very psychedelic, which is great for me. And uh, they have like 20 million albums, and there's like 18 people in the band as opposed to six. And uh, they record it all, write it all. They have their own record label, uh, and they have two drummers, which is real fun. What is it? What the hell is the name again? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They're an Australian band. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're really fun. I like them a lot. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's I, currently influencing you? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, Phil, say when. Hell gig. It wasn't done. Hell gig. Oh, man. Done, done. If you've never had one, that's great. I've had them. The question is which one? Yeah, exactly. Which one was I? Anybody that gets up on stage has those moments where you know everything's feeding back, everything's out of tune, strings are breaking, an amp blows up. You're hot, you're overheated, you can't hear. I mean, yeah, it's really just a question of, you know, which one. All of those things of, you know, all those things happen. And, I mean, the art is just to, you know, figure out how to how to make something happen and entertain whoever's watching you regardless. Um, but that one with Jody and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. and Rosie, that was the worst one, though, right? Totally. Actually, Rosie wasn't there for that one, uh, but that was... Is there a specific one you're thinking of? It was extra musical. Uh-oh. But, uh you know the 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 hellishness of it. But oh, the uh, that happened in Houston, Texas, and we'll not talk about that. But um, <laughs> so, what is your uh, your release? Yeah. What is my your hell gig story, Phil? Your absolute well, one of them, one of the worst. I, yeah, I mean everything I just named. I have at least like one. Yeah, I, I have sets where each of those things have happened or more. Um, so it's I don't know the uh, playing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have any one story where mm-hmm. things just ended in irrecoverable disaster. I've had stories where it's like, hey, the amp blew up. Okay, I guess I'm playing steel th- through a DI without mm-hmm. a reverb for the rest of the day, and that's not what you really want to do on steel. <laughs> but, you know, you adapt. You figure it out. That's true. That's true. Can right. do it. I like it. Jam 2 coming up. Uh-oh. Uh, the prompt here is is what I would call a crowd suggestion. If anyone's feeling a phrase or a key or a feeling or a character, um speak and i would say that two minutes i'm gonna hard stop you we're gonna talk about what happened and then jump back into the same instrumentation rosie should start this off in terms of okay in terms of execution but if anyone's got a prompt throw it out there the title of this one is going to be called broken sticks (laughs) broken Broken hearts (laughs) (laughs) all right take it away all right 
You have a chord progression to give me. What does auto-hagiography actually mean? Does anyone know? I was just going to pretend that I knew exactly what you meant. That would be creating your own index of angels. talk about what we liked about all that and then and then do it again i i let it go more than i should have anyway but i was enjoying it <laughs> i just wish it was going somewhere more than where we were okay like we're in a pool and the pool feels nice we're like in a hot tub but it's not too hot or it's too cold <laughs> and 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 we were splashing around a little bit yeah we were splashing around yeah. a bit what were your, where 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 were you leaning on? I was leaning on the chord progression and then trying to flip it over to some sort of soloy thing. That's where my head was at. Yeah, I was trying to. <clears throat> it seemed like the progression was sort of a kind of fuzzy thing. It could go a couple different directions. There were a couple of um, couple of places I was trying to take it, and I was trying to hear where you were going and try to work off of it. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's sort of the you know the the fun but the danger of jamming is that you can wind up being kind of atmospheric because you're trying to jam trying to glom onto ooh that bit sounds good mm. let's let, let let's play with that tone and texture some more as opposed to yeah are we actually moving someplace? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to uh, do something and it <laughs> wasn't working to be honest. <laughs> And uh, that is also the, the fun and danger of, of jamming. <laughs> uh, and usually these these things just fly off into the air, and no one ever hears them again but now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's, we also, we got here at 9, 9.30, so it's it's Sunday. It's like less than, it's before noon. So 9.30 in the morning yeah. for those yeah, who exactly. are listening at some other strange hour, <clears throat> another less strange hour of the day. <laughs> okay, let's maybe, uh, how about let's try this. Uh, Let's try to take a melody line that you had, all right? And you got a couple other pedals down there. Why don't you change what it sounds like 
and maybe you kind of start going somewhere, and then you guys jump in, and I think I'm going to stay more on the solo side. I think that's what I'm going to do. Sweet. Building off the same jam we were just doing and reimagine yeah. it? or Yeah, yep. Okay. You Let's... can take a second to figure that out, too. It's not a big deal. So the idea is start with that and then uh, build it into a progression. So we should probably change the change the feel here a little bit yeah. too. I'm thinking. Yeah, you tell us, tell us, Doctor, Doctor Phil, give us the word. <laughs> uh, I hate that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sure you do. Okay, I am no Doctor Phil fan. Okay, I mean, um, I want you to get excited about your life. <laughs> Rosie, on the this other This can hand, only go bad in dark places from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Doctor Phil's there for. <laughs> Help you with those dark times. The even better part is you're managing to do that in a Texan drawl, and I've never been able to do one. Aww. I'm not enough of a Texas. I'm, uh, I'm st- I've been, been in Austin for 20 years, and I'm not enough of a Texan but yet. Quick little side note about Dr. Phil. Uh, thanks to Dr. Phil, that's why I'm here on this mm-hmm. planet. Uh, my parents met at a Dr. Phil seminar. Holy uh, fuck. Back in 1993. Oh <laughs> I did not so know this. That is, is 100% that true. true. Carter, Carter, Carter's... Paying attention now. <laughs> it was a it was a find yourself seminar and find your soulmate seminar. Basically. Well, it wasn't supposed to be, and uh, my my mother had been sent uh, asked to go by her uh, her ex husband uh, because he wanted to get back together with her. And well, she walked in the room and met my dad, and <laughs> they were partners during it. And then they decided to date, and they dated for two weeks, and then got engaged and. Then got married three months later. Whoa, that's incredible! And Dr. Phil broke up a marriage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this will be their their twenty fifth anniversary this year. Damn, oh, that's thanks, incredible! That's, thanks to Dr. Phil. That's thanks, actually Dr. a really Phil. sweet story. Yep, D- Dr. Phil has actually a pretty good podcast. <laughs> if you listen to it, yeah, yeah. What, once you get Dr. once you get Phil past like the TV thing, you kind of realize there is a pretty legit person in there. So. Honestly, he sometimes gives out really good advice on the Dr. Phil show if you've ever been unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is not helping Phil at all. <laughs> I'm anti. This is like, you know, like trying to get Phil in the mood, and we're all talking about Dr. Phil, and Phil's like, guys, this ain't going to work. <laughs>
That was the most beautiful shimmer out I've ever heard. <laughs> that was great, because for those who were just hearing this, we were looking at each other like, now, 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 now. I'm still going. Are you still going? Shout out to Sarah Sharp, Austin musician that just got a couple songs on Starbucks's, you oh, know, wow. in, in, in coffee shop playlist. Yeah. 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 Original, but from Jitterbug Viper days and more recently. Really? Yep. Dude. So they just picked up two hers. Jitterbug Vipers is the first band I saw in Austin. Well, second band I saw. First one didn't count. Uh, first, second band I saw. <laughs> wait, wait, in Austin. wait. The first band did a an acapella version of um, Amadeus. <gasps> I walked into the the. Alco? No, it was not a good band. Anyways, the first real band I saw was Jitterbug, Jitterbug Vipers, and they were playing for the Jigglewatts. They were playing background music for the Jigglewatts, which is like a, yeah, large, uh, like a really cool, whatever, ladies who dance in fancy clothing. What do you call them? What? Bur- 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 burlesque. Burlesque. Yeah. There we go. And I was so impressed by that band, it blew my mind. That's cool. Jitterbug Vipers. Well, that's pretty good. Okay, so that was the Wheel of Influence jam, right? So that that came from all of our different points of influence. <laughs> the autobiography of Jody's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken sticks, broken hearts. Um, the first one was broken sticks. The second one was broken hearts. I love that. Yeah, thank you. It's like you did what I asked. You read my mind. <laughs> you, you, you brought it out, much like like Athena from the forehead of Zeus. You know? <laughs> well done. Actually, the hearts broke first, and then the sticks. Then the sticks. Yeah, whatever works best for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know. I think somewhere between that name and the and the beautiful story of Rosie's parents meeting in front of Doctor Phil is the Lifetime movie. There, I think that is called Broken Sticks, Broken Hearts. Your yep. dad's is your father a musician? Yeah, he plays guitar. Yeah, well, for this he plays drums. And <laughs> his ex-wife didn't want him to play drums. They met at Doctor Phil. That's always the ex-wife in there. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Conversation this time around is. Um, though, obviously on a shared project, I bet we, we'd, we'd end up with some different answers here. What are you doing with your music today? Uh, Phil, you go first. They both play another cool project, yeah, too. Yeah, I, I figured. Yeah. They're um, too cool for just one. <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Um, man, I, I, do a, uh, I do a bunch of stuff. Just did a uh, recorded record uh, earlier this year with uh, Greg Vanderpool, who I played with a few times. Um, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to hearing the mixes on that, because it was kind of... It was a, we're doing this all live in the room here, and that was actually done all live in a room at Ramble Creek, which is a uh, exciting, fun, and uh, kind of nerve-wracking way to actually record a record. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but it was uh, super fun, and I'm looking forward to hearing, we just uh, finished that uh, not long ago, so I'm looking forward to hearing the mixes on that. Um, play sessions with a few people, just uh, playing some steel for a uh, friend of mine, Stella, on a, a record, a solo record she's working on. Uh, we're tracking that later this afternoon, actually. Cool. Uh, so I'm actually, this is a, this is a two-session day after we get done here. Um, a pro. <laughs> I, uh, there, there's some instrumental stuff that I uh, uh, mess around with on steel. Um, haven't, uh, it, it's one of those things that I want to work on, but at the same time, it's so much fun with Steel to get to play with so many other really great songwriters around Austin that's like hard to carve out time because it's like, oh, I could go play with them. I love her songs or I love what he's doing. And oh, wait, I, yeah, I have an idea. Let's go do that. So it's, uh, it's, the, uh, it's the worst, it's, it's the best possible problem to have because it's, uh, you know, how do you focus on one thing when you've got so many other cool things you can uh, you, you get the chance to do, which is one of the things I love about uh, playing in this town. We raised uh, four th- helped to raise rather four thousand dollars for Sims Foundation here in town, which That's is incredible. a really great uh, 
mental health care uh, organization for musicians, and uh, it has directly affected and saved the lives of many people we know. They're awesome. They're wonderful people. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we have the moral high ground now, y'all. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's play some music for the betterment of these, like... Philistines that are tuning into the <laughs> podcast. Right. The Jam 3 concept, um, and I should mention logistically before we begin, this podcast will not end gloriously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> after we're done with that jam, we're just going to eat chips and pack up your gear. Yep. Jam 3. <laughs> All right. um, speaking of, uh, it's a challenge, and I am looking forward to, oh, to answer no. my own question. Oh, no. <laughs> watching someone else try to play the pedal steel. True. Uh, True. Oh my God. True. Okay, I'll t- I'll try to play it. Hell yeah. Cool. Wait, so I'm gonna yes. give up the guitar. So let's explain what the jam sure. is. Sure. It's um, called a jam to be different. Yep. And and the 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 onus here is is challenging ourselves as musicians. Um. And one of the easiest ways to do that, especially in in context like this, is just to switch instruments. Put yep. something in your hands you're not you're not always playing with, um, and see what happens. Awesome. What inst- let's I think because I know that Rosie can play like anything she gets her hand on. And I, it sounds like I can't play that. It sounds like uh, Professor Phil over here can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> Pretty so much. What do you What do you want to do, Jody? I don't know. Y'all can just tell me what to do. I'm not actually a musician. Okay, so do you want to play guitar or bass? Yeah. I'm a supreme musician. I'm a drummer, and I want to play bass. All there right. you go. Okay. I, like th- I like that short scale bass that, that yeah. you've got, Rosie. Do you want to play guitar or drums? I can do either one. You yeah. What yeah, do you want to do? I'm Phil? like the the remedial one here. Jody, what what should Phil play? Phil should sing. <laughs> Please do. Phil actually has a wonderful voice. Yeah. Uh, actually, Phil can play drums. Let's 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 get Phil right. to, to to kick Sweet. a tasty beat. Okay. Now the we do tasty it. Tasty beat. One time kick it. <laughs> This has been the Sound Wizards Podcast. I liked. I, I think the bass sounded really good there at the end. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Phil, I didn't. I didn't ask. having the tuner pre